When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Browns fans. This is Steve Gill, host of the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. Well, that season abruptly came to an end. Um, very disappointed, but then again, um, Flacco is what he is. Uh, He's an experienced quarterback who throws this year too many interceptions. And I don't see how a team can survive two pick sixes in back-to-back possessions. I'm sorry. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the ride. It's been a roller coaster of a season, uh, starting in West Virginia. Uh, all the injuries, all the turmoil that the Browns had this season ended up with them with making winning 11 games. They probably could have won 12 if they didn't sit their starters against Cincinnati. And no, that is not a reason why they lost yesterday. They needed the rest. Um, they ran into a team that just was better than they were uh, on offense. They, Play, uh, called plays that took advantage of what the Browns do best. And they used a lot of misdirection, and it worked. Give them credit. How the Ohio State University didn't win the national championship with C.J. Stroud. Every, you know, I'm watching that game. I'm thinking, man, if that kicker had just hit that field goal against Georgia, uh, Ohio, the Ohio State would have won the national championship with C.J. Stroud. And who knows? He might have gone to Carolina instead of Houston. Um, but so um, on offense, can't run the ball. Uh, uh, Houston defense is very good. Their best pass rushers against our fourth and fifth tackles. You saw exactly what happens. Um, here's the difference. Uh, C.J. Stroud got the ball out of his hand in a little over two seconds. Joe Flacco did. Uh, a good quarterback who gets rid of the ball quickly can make an offensive line look better. Um, Flacco made that offensive line look way better than it was, especially the tackles. Um, the James Hudson experience, I hope, is over. Uh, we got to find two tackles. Now, they did put uh, Roger Saffold, the Cleveland native, who grew up uh, rooting for the team. I think he's a 13-year veteran. He's played guard and tackle. I would definitely keep him on the roster. Uh, he would be cheap, inexpensive, experienced. They need veterans behind Wills and Conklin. I'm sorry. They do. They need another veteran tackle. Um, you can experiment 
And the way uh, Andrew Barry attacked the defensive line after the previous year's lack of a defensive line tells me he's going to fix some things uh, in the backup offensive line. So, uh, I, you know, I wasn't really, really that upset. I was a little more at peace because I had an entire fourth quarter to mull over what had just happened because they were out of it near the set. It was ball game near the end of the third quarter. So I had time to sit there. And, and of course, I'm not going to turn it off. It's the Browns. It's the last time I'm going to see them play until until, uh, August. So, of course, I'm going to watch it. Um, So the Flacco experience is over. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? What are the Browns going to do? They've got a Pro Bowl quarterback waiting in the wings in Deshaun Watson. Uh, They get Nick Chubb back. Hello. I hope Andrew Barry um, attacks the backup running back position. Uh, Jerome Ford is just like we said on the pregame show. He's uh, auditioning for Dancing in the Stars. Um, Dancing with the Stars. He just, he's not aggressive enough. He, you got to hit the hole before the hole opens. That's the way it works in the NFL. Now, they could attack it in the draft. Um, There are some great running backs they could pick up on day three. But uh, let's wait and see what happens. Um, I don't think Kareem Hunt's going to be back. Um, So what's next? Well, um, we have uh, free agency and we have the draft. Um, now I've been doing this podcast, uh, with the fanatical elves network. Uh, it's, we started after, uh, the draft. I started after the draft. And those of you who know me and know my blog, uh, dogpoundsouth.net know I, I am an amateur capologist. I am nowhere near Jack Duffin's expertise, but being an accountant, I've always wanted to try to understand the NFL salary cap. So, um, and also, you know, there are draft nicks out there. We have a couple on our on on the payroll per se here at the Fanatical Els Network. Uh, I don't ca- consider myself a draft nick. I consider myself a draftaholic. Hi, my name's Steve. I'm a draftaholic. You have to be if you're a Browns fan. Most most Brown seasons uh, draft talk starts in late October, early November. So let's take a look at what's going to happen next, uh, salary cap wise. Um, the estimated salary cap, we don't know yet. Overthecap.com is usually your best option for salary cap information. I, I know a lot of uh, people use spot tech, but I prefer over the cap. They have it, and they're mostly right in their projected cap figures. They have the cap at 240, $242 million. That would put the Browns somewhere around $13 million over. Uh, even with the $30 million uh, that they're going to carry over from this year. But um, do not panic. I know there's going to be a lot of uh, sports reporters and fans who um, hated the Deshaun Watson trade and use that as an excuse to um, complain about the Brown salary cap situation. It's easily rectified. As I always say, the salary cap is easy to manipulate, hard to maintain. Andrew Barry does an excellent job at manipulating. 
So what's going to happen? More than likely, you're going to see another restructure done for Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, I would like to see some restructures of other players. Um, Amari Cooper comes to mind. He's 29 years old. He got 20 million this year. He's due 20 million next year. Maybe bump him an extra year. Uh, Nick Chubb's contract is over. Um, so you know they're going to resign Nick Chubb. Be you, you don't let a guy walk just because he got hurt. He's the heart and soul of this team. So they're going to redo his contract. Um, so how does the new league year work? Well, starting on February 20th, uh, teams will be able to designate franchise and, and transition players. Um, Browns usually don't do that because they don't have anybody. And the deadline to do that is March 5th. Uh, the combine is February 27th through uh, March 4th. That's very important for uh, those of you who are uh, draftaholics like me. Uh, it's very interesting to see who um, the Browns interview. That's the whole thing. You know, you can watch it on NFL Network and watch them do, uh, you know, shuttle runs and 40-yard dashes. But the more important thing are the interviews, who they talk to. Um, so uh, on March 11th through the 13th is the legal tampering period starting at, I believe, 4 o'clock Eastern New York time um, where they can start tampering with other players. And then the league year starts on the 13th. 4 p.m. Eastern. Um, and for uh, those of you who are wondering when the Browns will start showing up to camp in helmets and uh, T-shirts and shorts, that'll be April 15th, tax day. The draft is April 25th through the 27th. Right now, I believe the Browns have eight draft picks. Their highest pick is the 59th. They have a second round, a third rounder, which is uh, number 90. And then I believe they have two fifths, two sixths, and two seventh. I'm not too sure about the, the second seventh round pick. They don't have a fourth. Uh, going into last year, everybody thought they had a fourth this year. That apparently went to Houston in the Deshaun Watson trade. And nobody talked about that fourth round pick. But, you know, looking back at this past draft, I'm completely happy with what Andrew Barry did. Um to get Dewan Jones um, as a fifth-round pick, outstanding. He is going to continue to back up Conklin unless they can find somebody to trade and take his contract. I doubt it will, but there's your number one. So you got your tackles. You got Dewan Jones and you got uh, Saffold. Boom. Um, free agents. Um, there's a long list of free agents. Uh the most expensive is the Darius Smith. I believe he made a little over $12 million. I can't really see them re-signing him. They traded and picked up his contract. Taki-Taki, um, I, yeah, I could re-sign him. Uh, punter Bajorquez, yeah. Uh, Safety McLeod, yeah. Um, you got your choice between Harris and Hurst, a defensive tackle, I believe combined they made somewhere in the neighborhood of under $7 million. Incredible deal on both of them. Um, Jordan Elliott, I think the Jordan Elliott experience is over. I think they could find somebody better uh, in free agency. Jacob Phillips, everybody forgot about him because he got hurt early. He's a free agent. I don't know. He's hurt too often. 
Tight end Harrison Bryant. Mm, I'm not too sure about him. Uh, backup center Nick Harris and backup guard Michael Dunn. I would definitely like to bring both of them back. Uh, so as it stands now, um, I am not too worried about 2024 Browns. Like I said, they get Deshaun Watson back. And they get Nicholas Chubb back. So, but they have to address the backup running back. You've got to get maybe another tackle slash guard. Uh, Resign Dunn, get another guard. Um, I don't know why they keep Drew Forbes around. He never plays. You got Saffold, keep him. Hopefully, Dewan Jones comes back. Um, your offensive line is pretty much set. Uh, they're going to have to do something with Wyatt Teller um prior to 2025 he's making way too much money that interior of that uh, offensive line is very expensive um if you're thinking about jedrick wills uh you know beginning of the season he wasn't very good but after the bye week he was playing better than i believe he's ever played before and then he gets hurt storyline of the 2023 cleveland browns Player gets hurt. Player hits IR. Well, it, hey, look at it this way, Browns fans. You learned you learned a couple things this year. You learned how the practice squad works and the call-ups, and you were glued to the injury report on Wednesdays. <laughs> I know that's a terrible thing to say, but uh, I am not going to regret this season. I don't blame it on one player. I blame it on the team and them walking into the perfect circumstance where they were going to get beat. Uh, Houston was ready for them on all phases. Um, they were. Uh, their offensive coordinator, Slovic, is probably going to be the next head coach of the Tennessee Titans. The good news is um, Jim Schwartz is going to be back. Um, I, I saw the video of Andrew Barry shaking everybody's hand as they left the field and went in the locker room. And there's a video of Jim Schwartz and he getting a little bro hug and you can hear Schwartz say, I'm sorry. So that should motivate Jim Schwartz to get everything ready. He will ask for certain players like he did last year. And Andrew Barry will attempt to get him those players. Um, Grant Delphit, JOK, definitely need to have contract extensions. Uh, Kevin Stefanski, Andrew Barry, definitely have to have contract extensions. Um, here, here's a notion. Why don't we, why don't the Browns try and trade for a Laramie Tunsil? That way, uh, Miles Garrett doesn't have to go up against him again. I tried to warn everybody Thursday night and yesterday morning. Don't expect a lot from Miles Garrett. Laramie Tunsil handles him better than anybody. They know each other from, like the commentator said yesterday during the game, they know each other from when they played against each other uh, in the SEC. Uh, I mean, this is a, a battle royale that's been going on for a long time. So I just wish somebody else had stepped up besides JOK. He had a great game. He deserves a contract. So that's it for now. Uh, in the coming weeks, um, I will touch on salary cap issues. I will touch on draft picks. I'll start running a few mock drafts closer as we get near the league year starts. I know fellow 
uh, fanatical elk contributors are going to uh, start running shows. I believe uh, Joel from What the Elf is uh, going to start giving you um, um, player evaluations because that's what he is extremely good at. Um, Samuel is very good at the draft as well. He's got his mock drafts and what he thinks uh, player needs positional needs for the Browns. So I encourage you to watch those shows. Um, as I said, in the coming weeks and months, I will uh, attempt to attack first the salary cap. I'll present to you some players that I feel that they can uh, renegotiate and redo to create, to get rid of that um, $13 million overage, which would go away almost uh, right away. And by the way, for those of you who think, oh my God, they're going to have a ton of dead money. They only have $15 million in dead money. And that's, that's a drop in the bucket. That is uh, coins in the, in the uh, sofa cushions. So it was a great season. It was a hell of a roller coaster ride. Uh, I want to thank everybody who followed, listened, downloaded to the Fanatical Elves Network. We're not going away. 2024, New season starts now. So everybody, let's uh, let's just get ready for the next year, get ready for the return of Deshaun Watson, and more importantly, get ready for the return of Nick Chubb. So everybody, hang in there, uh, and don't worry about it. I know it's disappointing, but that's what being a Browns fan is all about. The, the stone will turn our direction soon. I have faith. So, everybody, thanks for watching the Cleveland Browns Dog Pound South podcast, part of the Fanatical Elves Network, part of the Fans for Sports Network. And look for my blog, um, dogpoundsouth.net, and my articles with clevelandsportstalk.com. So, everybody, hang in there. Go Browns. Right there, baby, that helmet. Go Browns. <laughs>